previously on follow the leader this is your hometown at the end of the world and it is empty and the two of you are alone except for the hunter as you walk around the streets picking through the rubble for supplies the hunter's heavy footsteps the hunters have caught everyone else you and your partner have refused to die you pick through the scraps of a life you hardly remember gathering what you need from it to survive the hunters don't need stuff to survive the hunters have everything they need to hurt you one of you hasn't been home in years. One of you never left. You're both afraid, but you have each other. Uh, so I am playing our person who uh, never left the hometown. His name is Milo. And I'm going to be playing uh, the, the person who left. I'm going to be playing Marnie Sands. I kind of, in my head, imagine the hunters make sounds other than just their footsteps mm -hmm. like in my head there's just been like the concept that they make a sound like screeching metal but quiet mm. and so like we get to the car and we're trying to get the we get the doors open and it's just like oh yes and then you know marnie is frantically trying to remember if she knows how to hotwire a car mm -hmm. which she doesn't but you know she's trying mm -hmm. when there's just like that sound of creaking metal mm -hmm. and she just goes still i think milo was like stood next to the side of the car like watching her do that but there's that creaking sound and without missing a beat just like leans into the car and scoops marnie out of it drink with me yeah, of course. So, like, takes the beer and clinks bottles with her. I know I said that maybe it's better he wasn't here, but I kind of wish he was. Yeah, me too. It's so stupid, you know? Like, it's stupid that he died, and it's stupid that we're having to run like this, and it's just so stupid. It's senseless. I don't think Marley says anything, but he's just sort of like nodding in agreement. And I think once Marnie gets that out of her system, she's sniffling a little and she looks at Milo and it's a little bit of a watery expression on her face and she's like, I'm glad you're here. You know, we, we, we don't know what's going on, Alan. Maybe it's just this town that got real unlucky. Yeah. We'll find out. I know somebody out there has to have like a CB radio or something. We can figure out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. This can't be it. Right? Yeah. It can't be. We now return to your game already in progress.
The king of clubs. You've uh, king of clubs. You've been carrying something heavy for a while now. What is it? Note it down in your item list and ask your partner if you should keep it. Hmm. And what would this himbo be keeping with him? <laughs> I like the thought that maybe uh, they've maybe stopped to like take a drink or something. And they've both taken their bags off and Marnie goes to hand Milo his bag because she's just closer to it. And just like, what have you got in there? Because it's mm-hmm. like heavier than she expected. I like that. Hmm. Is it something practical or sentimental? Hmm. I think it's sentimental. I think it's a couple of photo albums. Okay. Like from his house because... You know, he didn't want to lose them and his parents are going to want these. Yeah. Um, and she's like, or maybe it's not like albums. It's like the old school ones, uh, the envelopes that when you went to get your photos developed, they would give them to you in. And it's just like a wedge of those uh, in the bottom of his bag, like wrapped in a couple of uh, plastic bags so they don't get wet. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those giant freezer bags and like it's just full of these uh, pockets of photos. and But yeah, um, Milo sheepishly is like, I didn't, I don't want to leave them. That's dumb, right? I should like take them out and make space for important stuff. It's not dumb. You sure? I mean, if we'll come back to it, if if we need the space later, maybe we'll come back to it, but it's not dumb to want to keep it. Thanks. And like, I think impulsively, uh, he, he shrugs his bag on and then just like hugs her like real tight. She makes a little squeaking sound mm-hmm. as like he hugs the air out of her, but she eventually hugs back. Yes, good. All right. Seven of clubs. You could have sworn this street was beyond a landmark. You now notice is rubble. What is it? What was it before? I think I want it to be like maybe maybe there was like an old style movie theater marquee. Mm, I love that. Like there's only one theater in town, but it had like a historical building with a historical marquee. Mm. And that's just completely wrecked now. Now you have to draw a block because uh, this kind of threw me off my bearings all right so we need to to pause as we draw up a new game plan okay that's a 12 eight of diamonds you find some kind of weapon what is it where did you find it who used to own it and then ask your partner if they think you should take it i have an idea because Mm -hmm. of who i am as a person i think it's legit a full-on sword. Uh, <laughs> it's like, maybe it's like a movie replica sword, but one of the really high quality ones. Mm-hmm. Where do we find it is the question. Oh, maybe it's because like we're going past the uh, old campground. Like we said, we're on the way to the lake, right? Right. Maybe like this town actually has like a summer camp. One that, so they're, they're going through part of that. And it's uh, in one of the um, cabins, maybe like part mm-hmm. of the, the, the 
wall of it has collapsed. And just like as they cross onto the campground, Marnie can't help but notice like how at ease, but also not like because Milo is clearly super familiar with this place, but it feels really wrong like mm-hmm. it is now. But uh, he makes a beeline for this one place. And I think he ducks into this cabin that's partially collapsed and then comes out with a sword. <laughs> At first, Marnie's just like a little startled. And then it's just like, do you even know how to use that? I think like he turns it over a couple of times, does a couple of swishes. It's just like, no, we did some... A little bit of like fencing and stuff and with the kids for summer camp. Don't even let me use this a couple of times. Like smiles wryly. Only with his express permission and supervision, of course. Do you think I should take it? How heavy is it? For me or for you? <laughs> no offense. Well, I'm not taking it. I'll probably just cut my own hand off. Oh, Maybe it's not that sharp. He tests the edge and immediately his thumb starts bleeding. Just like, I should have expected that. Like, sticks his thumb in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Marnie, like, slings off her backpack and pulls out the first aid kit and pulls out a Band-Aid to slap on it. Unclear. And I think the Band-Aids aren't the original ones for the first aid kit. You know how sometimes, Mm. you know, you use up the band-aids and you put other band-aids back in. Yeah. And uh, I think these are like some sort of very silly band-aids, like Hello Kitty Mm band-aids. So it's just pink and polka dotted and has little Hello Kitty faces on it. Yes, good. And now I'm just going to put here the text, a real sword. (laughs) Yep. You, a real sword. <laughs> if you have not listened to the bonus arc at Camp Saltburn, you really should. <laughs> you really, really should. Uh, it's not horror, though. No, no, that's very much comedy. <laughs> yes. All right. Flipping that card. Nine of diamonds. You found a lot of money in the boot of a car. You're not sure cash is worth anything anymore. Ask your partner what they would have done with this money before. So... I like the visual of this, like we've just come across a car um, and maybe we're checking to see if we can get this one to work. Yeah, and that's we what I was thinking. And we pop the boot by accident when we're trying out buttons. Mm-hmm. Or Milo's in there pressing buttons this time. This time it's his time to try and yeah. releases the catch uh, for the boot or for the trunk. And she's like, oh, you want to see if there's anything useful in there? And Marnie kind of like looks around and then goes back to the uh, to the trunk and opens it up and stop me if this is silly mm-hmm. but I almost want to say there's like a briefcase that's full of cash mm-hmm. and maybe again you can X this if you want but maybe there's also signs of like illicit drugs sure and so I'm down we have we have inadvertently found the vehicle of the town's main drug dealer Uh and so marnie despite herself lets out a low whistle just like very softly and she motions milo over what look at this yo how much money is that i don't know if this is all like a hundred dollar bills this is at least like ten thousand dollars damn 
I mean, it's pretty useless now, but damn. Yeah. What would you have done if you found this money two weeks ago? I mean, other than not spend it because you get shot. (laughs) Oh, man. I I really don't know. I mean, I paid for the big thing that I was going to pay for like a couple of years ago. I mean, I don't know, a new truck maybe? I never had a new one. Could I get a truck for that? Probably not. But still, that would that something nice. That's a good down payment, or if you bought one off of Craigslist. Yeah. What about you? I don't know. Maybe spruce up the the little greenhouse I've still got. Well, maybe I've still got all those succulents. Give them a nicer home. Maybe do a makeover with the furniture because I'm still using all of the mishmash I was using in college. So. Wait, succulents are plants? Yeah. They're like aloes or, you know, cacti. Oh. They're really hard to kill, which is why I like them. That that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, a greenhouse is a great idea. Yeah. And for a moment, Marnie looks like she's about to swipe the case, but she pulls her hand back and uh, closes the trunk. Mm-hmm. And it shuts more firmly than you meant it to, so I have to draw a block. Eleven. Alrighty. Not a duplicate. Okay. Nine of spades. There is a cover off a supply of clean water, but it will draw attention to close it and preserve the source. What is it? What do you need to do? And draw a block if you protect the water. Rainwater isn't particularly clean water, so it's not like it can be rain barrels, huh? I know it can be. There's like unless they, they could have a, a filtration system set up. Like that's the reason why people collect rainwater for their gardens and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it could be. Well, well it may- could be that. Maybe it's that, and um, we'd have to. Maybe something's been knocked askew, and we'd have to like ride it, but also like hook up the filtration system again mm-hmm. um, in order to make it safe because otherwise it'll just let the border run in and at risk of contaminating what's there yeah uh, well Milo's absolutely gonna uh, set that <laughs> hands, hands the sword over to Marnie yeah Marnie like clutches the sword like pointing it outward and uh, keeps an eye out for any hunters so Another non-duplicate. So we're safe for now. Safe for now. Marnie just kind of like, after Milo's done, it's just like, okay, we've just got to remember this. Mm -hmm. And we can come back here. Yeah. When we've got some containers. Mm -hmm. All right. Next card. Nine of hearts. This was the home of someone you loved. No modifier. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw this one earlier. Yeah. Do we want to avoid this one? Yeah, I'm going to X yeah, on this yeah, one. Yeah, no worries. Pop it, up, pop, up, pop it up next to the X card and just yeah. draw another one. Flip that card. Four of spades. You feel like you can predict the timing of the hunter's searchlight and you make a break for the next place of cover in a hurry. 
pull a block fast. So I think maybe maybe we do draw a little attention from a nearby hunter, like we make mm. some noise. As I say, if this is going to be a dicey roll, ha, sorry, that was unintentional. Why don't you roll 2d20? And Ooh. We'll just do both. Yeah, I like I like that a lot. Because we don't um, have the ability to pull a block out of a tower quickly. Yeah, I like that a lot. So Marnie thinks that she knows, like she can see a pattern in the way that the the hunter's eyes are moving, the nearest hunter's eyes. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of like, even when it's daytime, it's like dark enough, like maybe it's just like thick gray clouds that the searchlights mm-hmm. can be seen. It doesn't have to be pitch black for them to be really visible. Yeah. In the same way, you know, like uh, LED headlights really show up in mm-hmm. like the fog, like that. Yeah. And I've been low-key imagining it since you said Twin Peaksy. I've been low-key imagining it as like Pacific Northwest vibes. So yeah. like that's a lot of just the hunters don't bring the gray clouds. The gray clouds <laughs> bring themselves. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, a 12 and a 3. So one duplicate and one not duplicate. All right. The five of clubs. You crossed this field a lot as teenagers, ambling aimlessly away from school. You're not ambling now. Pull a block from the tower fast and try not to think too hard about the sound you heard behind you. It's a 10 and a 15, so two first appearances. But yeah, I like the video. Like, maybe this is like a part we're actively like moving fast at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we're making a break for the lake. There's a clearing mm. that is between us and there mm-hmm. that uh, we're trying to get through quickly. And, like, you know, maybe it was the kind of thing we used to play, like, frisbee mm. or something yeah. in this area. And uh, now it's just, like, we can't even really be nostalgic about it. Yeah. All right. Drawing card. Oh, our first ace. Yeah, Ace of Diamonds. Give your partner an item you've picked up along the way. They need it more than you. What is it? That's a good question. Uh, if you have any suggestions, let me know. I already gave you the tea gel mm-hmm. uh, and a Band-Aid. <laughs> what, if, what if while we're running, uh, Milo like, sprains his ankle? Mm. Yeah, I like that. And so I have to tape up your ankle with some compression bandage. Mm. I like that. I think that comes from the first aid kit. Yeah. So, but also that's going to be fun later because mm-hmm. now we have a sprained ankle. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just like we're near like a shrub almost mm-hmm. as we're bandaging up your ankle. So, yeah. From one ace to another, uh, you hug your partner for as long as you can stand one moment when you're safer than usual. Maybe this is just after that. We're in this moment of safety and like Marnie helps him back up and he just hugs her. Mm-hmm. Sorry, there's another part to this prompt that I'm just deciding how to. Yeah. I'm really glad you're here, Marn. Like, I, I don't want you to be here dealing with this, but I'm glad that it's you and you're my friend and that I'm not here by myself. And if we have to be stuck dealing with whatever this is, that I'm with somebody like you. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you don't have to do this alone. It's nobody should have to do this alone and I'm glad I'm glad I could be here for you. I mean, I'm not 
glad I'm here and I'm not glad for why I came home, but if things had to shake out the way they did, then we could be doing a lot worse, right? Yeah. And he hugs her a little tighter and then does the whole sort of lift up, lifting you up off the ground to properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just like, ow, 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 and puts you back down because realizes that <laughs> maybe shouldn't be doing that on a sprained ankle. Yeah. All right. Let's All right. see what this card is. King of Spades. You take something that will be useful later. Not while you're escaping the hunter. Later than that, when it's time to rebuild. What is it? Mm. That's a good question. I think I think maybe we're in the backyard of someone's house. Like we're we're at the edges of town now, right? Yeah. And like there is someone's house and there's someone's shed that maybe we're hiding in for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, for like Milo to put his leg up. And Marnie finds some seed packets. Nice. And stuffs them in her bag. Um, but she doesn't say anything about it. I don't know if Milo even necessarily notices, but it's just a bunch of like burpy, like vegetable packets, vegetable mm-hmm. seeds. So. Four of clubs. There's a cat walking down a fence line just at your eye level. It trots towards you when it sees you. It's hungry and it misses people. She'll come with you if you'll have her. What's her name? Ah! Oh, my gosh. Oh, we won the game. (laughs) We did. What's she look like? Is she like a calico? Is she a tabby? Is she all one color? Wait, she's got to be a black cat, right? Yes. Maybe okay, with like one good. white sock. Yes. I think what happens is Milo just like grabs Marnie. He's just like, oh my God, Marnie, Marnie. I, I see, I see. What What do we do? Starts making the noise. Marnie like backs up a little bit. She's just like, I'm better with plants than animals. Oh, animals love me. Especially dogs. But, you know, his parents run the, uh, one of his parents is a vet, I've decided. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Sounds good. Well, like, um, and I think, or maybe a vet and they have like a kennel so people can like, like where people can like leave their dogs when they go on holiday and stuff like that. But yeah. And literally like pulls out, um, I don't know, is it something meat related? I don't know whether it, like some jerky or something like that. Mm-hmm. And immediately offers some uh, to the cat and after a moment she just like proceeds to like climb up his arm and mm-hmm. like sit and like wrap around his shoulders just like yep this is a high point I like I am here now or it's yep. like uh and it's like actually it's sort of like sat on his backpack at the t- on the top of his backpack and like rubbing uh her face uh, against the side of his head huh is it weird if I name her after a girl from camp? I mean, my first instinct was to name her Scrambled Eggs, so... Okay, I do like Scrambled Eggs. I mean, as a name. As a food stuff, I'm fairly indifferent. Um, but there was this uh, girl, uh, one of the other counsellors. A woman. I should call her a woman, right? But, uh, yeah, she was always, like, climbing on the roofs and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, this is Vines. 
Hello, Vines. And just scratches the cat. Marnie does the thing, but Vines ignores her. I don't think Vines, like, swipes at her or anything. It's yeah. just, like, if Marnie tries to engage, Vines is just like, eh. Shout out to Map. Player yep. of Vines. All right. Next card. Hopefully we now have a cat with us. Incredible. It's good. Jack of Spades. Uh, you find a note in a home that tells you that you're not the only ones left and relief is tangible. So maybe we're in the house like that the house that we were in the backyard of. Maybe this mm. is one of the people that we're wondering if they're preppers. Yeah. And that's where we find the note. Mm, I like that. Maybe it's just like uh, something along the lines of it'll be okay. Some of us are meeting like that kind of a vibe. Yeah, exactly. And gives like a location where mm -hmm. things are happening. Yeah. And uh, Marnie takes the note and it's just like, we do. I think we need to get there as fast as we can. What do you think? I mean, I, I don't disagree, but like, Vanas are following us. Like, we can't take them somewhere if there's people, right? I mean, we should try harder to get them off our tail first. Yeah, I get, I get it. You're right. But this is good. But we we have a place to go that isn't just away. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. She like smooths out the note mm -hmm. a little bit and puts it back where it was mm. and goes kind of quietly goes searching around the house for anything else useful. There's a part of her that's hoping like since this might be a prepper, there might be a CB radio somewhere, but there's not. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, you stop your partner and confess something that happened in the years you were apart. What? Is it something about Morden? Uh, yeah, that was what I figured. I want to necessarily go with the easy option here. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we've purposely been vague about how Morden died. So yeah, um, which I want to keep on the table. Um, but I think what this is is because they've just found this note and they're getting ready to move on. And he says to to Marnie, he was going to leave. And I asked him not to. And I think that if he had left, he'd still be alive. I think Marnie, like, her face gets kind of scrunched up. Mm -hmm. And it's obvious that she's angry. And she's just like, that's stupid. You're not, you're not why what happened happened. No, I know. But maybe it wouldn't if he hadn't been here. Maybe it wouldn't if he'd had toast for breakfast instead of sitting down for a full meal. It, it, I know it's tempting to want to be like, well, maybe if I did something different, things would be different. And maybe that's true, but it's, it's stupid. You, so you asked him to stay, so what? It might not have even changed anything if you hadn't. Maybe he would have stayed even if you hadn't asked him. It doesn't matter. And you shouldn't spend time worrying about that. I don't think he'd blame you. Hmm. 
And Milo's face is kind of scrunched up a bit too, like... I don't know what he expected the reaction to be, but this is probably not it. And he doesn't know how to feel. Mm-hmm. But he's also really glad that she's not mad at him. So there's mm-hmm. definitely some relief in there. But there's also like, I'm not sure how I should feel about this. Yeah. I mean, what happened happened and we can't change it. But what we can change is what we're doing here and now. And... If we want any hope of Morden's memory surviving, we've got to survive. Yeah. And um, the italics part of that prompt was, if your voices raise above a whisper, draw a block. And I definitely think they did. Yeah. So, you know. 100%. Okay. That's another five. Oh, shit. I mean, we still said three, but look at the amount of cards we've done. So I don't know whether we should say three Pulls makes the hunters arrive, like, because we're getting through them. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with three. Like, we're we're coming mm-hmm. down to the wire. There I'm going go. to draw our next card. Queen of Clubs. The clouds are getting heavy with rain, and you seek shelter in an unlocked greenhouse. What's growing? What do you do while you can't hear the hunter coming? Hmm. Ominous. Yeah. Um... I can't help but imagine, and maybe this is just wistful thinking, mm-hmm. but I can't help but imagine some like hot house tomatoes. I love it. And honestly, I think Marnie, like these ones are ripe. And I think Marnie just takes one and bites into it and just eats it. Because mm-hmm. she's a weirdo and a gremlin sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Milo just sort of like moves around and like lets vines have the run of the uh, the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe there was somebody growing some catnip in here, or is it catmint? Catnip, catmint, same thing. Oh, they are the I same know. thing. Oh, okay, but yeah. So vines is like off getting high and having a great time. <laughs> so anything that Milo doesn't recognize, plant-wise, which is most mm-hmm. of the things in here that aren't clearly obvious, like a i.e. tomatoes or there isn't like a leafy plant, he'll be like, hold it up. Is this succulent? (laughs) What about this one? No. This one? I told you, they're like cacti and aloe and things like that. They look squishy sometimes. Like this? It is not anything that resembles what she was just describing. Marnie rolls her eyes and she's like, no. And she's looking through, trying to see if there's anything that they can use as, uh, like, we've got the catmint mm-hmm. treat for vines, but, you know, something a little more substantial. Mm-hmm. But I think when she's high on catnip, fine, it actually does pay attention to Marnie. Mm-hmm. I think Milo finds a, a little chili plant. And Marnie is relieved when he doesn't ask if that's a succulent. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> But he does like pick a few and put them in a, a little bag and uh, mm-hmm. put them uh, in the big bag. Sounds good. And I think the pattering of the rain on the greenhouse almost makes things seem a little normal. One of the best noises available in the universe. Rain on a roof. Yep. You love to hear it. Okay. Three of hearts. 
<laughs> Grab your partner's hand as you inch open a gate and hope it doesn't squeak. You've got to pull a block with one hand, hold something firmly in the other until you're sure you're safe. Okay, I've got something I'm holding on to. I'm going to roll 2d20 again because mm -hmm. I feel like that's the closest. Maybe it's after they've been in this greenhouse um, yeah. and the rain has stopped. And we have to, maybe it's a big heavy gate at the bottom. So we're not having to go back the way we came. Yeah. So okay, that, that's a second hit on 10. Oh, no. Wait, no. As in, I just, because I rolled, did I roll too many times? Did you roll twice? No, not yet. So that's one, oh, okay. one hit on 10. Okay. Which means that there are now a total of two hits on 10 and, an, and a hit on six, which is the first hit on six. Ooh. I saw the five and was... Yeah, those were from the last round. Yeah. So we now have two hits on four, five, ten, twelve, and twenty. And we've said three hits on a number will make the tower fall. This is fine. <laughs> this is fine. This is absolutely fine. Yeah, so things are, are really tense. There's the hunter we haven't been hearing. We mm -hmm. finally hear it. But we managed to duck by, right? Yeah. I think we think it's the gate at first, but then we realize it's a hunter. Mmm. Oh, that's good. Right. Jack of clubs. You find a liquor store unlocked. Do you take anything? I. So we've already been in a liquor store previously, but mm. so I, how about we interpret this as like somebody's fully stocked bar like we're in another house mm -hmm. scavenging yeah and somebody has a fully like also maybe a wine cellar type deal because like yeah i bet you the people out here probably have some money because they have mm -hmm. all the land yeah 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 so do you take anything i don't think i do mm -hmm. at this point like at, at this point, I'm so focused. Like we've got mm -hmm. a place to be. We, we've got. We can't afford any more. Like wait for things that aren't important. Yeah. We we had our moment with the beer previously. There's nothing else left mm -hmm. here. Yeah, Milo wouldn't take anything either. The wind whips past you, and a book pulled from some house or shop hits your body as it's tugged along. What is the book? Do you keep it or pick it up? Or, yeah, do you pick it up? Do you keep it? Um, I think Milo, like, catches it before it can hit the ground. Mm -hmm. um, definitely has a look at it because they're not running at this point. <laughs> okay, this is maybe a little hokey, but fuck it, why not? I think it's, like, a kid's book. I was just about to suggest that. <laughs> okay. But were you about to suggest that on the cover is two people walking through like a landscape and there's a small animal companion on the shoulder of one of the people? Oh my gosh. I love that. And um, Milo like smiles around and just like turns the book around to Marnie so she can see the cover and holds it up next to her. Okay. Hey, look, it's us. <laughs> sort of. Marnie rolls her eyes. Don't want to find out what happens. The only way to find out what happens is to keep going. And you're right, you're right. I think Milo just sort of like sets it down quietly as they carry on walking. Ah, <sighs> so close. Ace of Hearts. Uh, your partner turns their back on you for just a handful of moments. What do you do while you're alone? 
I'll be honest, like, I'm not sure that there's anything in particular that, at the very least, that Marnie has, hasn't been doing in front of Milo, other than, sure. like, you know, anytime they need to relieve themselves, you know, privacy yeah. and stuff like that, but, and as far as, like, there's nothing in particular Marnie does when Milo's not around, because she doesn't feel the need to hide anything from him. Sure. I think that's great. So, I, yeah, I think that it's really just a matter of just staying vigilant and keeping watch. All right. Ten of spades. You find a hidden place perfect to stash some of your things until you can come back for them, or perfect for another escapee to find. So I think uh, as we're making our way along, maybe we're following the road round uh, by the lake and we find uh, like one of those little cabins or something or like a guard station for a park ranger kind of a vibe. Or mm -hmm. maybe it's even smaller than that. Maybe it's like some of the life-saving equipment for the lake. Um, yeah. Where they keep like a life belt and stuff. Yeah, I think they are sort of approaching that and um, Milo looks at Marnie and says do you think we should like use that as a cache or something like we could come back to it or maybe somebody else when they're trying to get out of the town could use it we don't have much left no but we could leave like maybe a note and maybe like one of the flares yeah I'm sure we could spare like one of the MREs at least like, sometimes all you need is just, like, one meal to keep going, right? Yeah, you're right. We should we should leave something. We should leave something for whoever's coming after us because I don't want to come back. We're going forward and we're going to find these people and we're going to figure out what to do. Yeah. And so I think Marnie goes to find paper and pen to write on. Mm -hmm. I like the that they put the address of the place that they're going and, like, one of the MREs and like maybe has a can of soda left or something like that. Mm -hmm. And a, and a flare, just a little something to hopefully help the next person. Sounds good. Ooh, ace of spades. So I think this is nighttime mm -hmm. and I think the clouds have cleared up a little bit and we're far enough out. There's not really much light pollution so we can see a lot of the stars. And I think Marnie looks up and says, if, I mean, I know this isn't true. I hope it isn't true. But if we get there and there's nobody there and we find out there's nobody anywhere else either and it's just the last two of us on Earth, do you think, do you think we could do it? Do you think you'd mind if it was just the two of us? And Milo looks thoughtful and scratches vines behind the ears. Arnie, I've known you since we were, what, 12 years old? And for a part of my life, until you left, you were one of the most important people in my life. And then you left. And I think for a long time... I don't know whether I was mad at you or just sad that you were gone. And then you came back. And it was for a shitty reason. But you were here. And it was like 
it was like you'd never left. And everything that's happened since, you're still the person I thought you were. And I like that person, Mommy. I really like the person you are. So to answer your question, yeah, I'd be cool with it. Sorry, I'm not a girl. I'm sure you would have rather ended up with somebody you could have fun making out with at least. No. I like you just how you are and making out's overrated anyway. And he reaches over and squeezes her hand. Marnie squeezes back and I don't think she says anything else. Good shit. (sighs) I'm getting increasingly stressed out, which I know is the point. But also... (laughs) We yeah. had so many twos early on, and now, like, yeah, oh, we're just waiting for that last two. Uh huh. Right. Well, we're waiting for that last shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You have an ex or an ex friend in common. Ask your partner whatever happened to them. What if it's somebody that went to the same college as Marnie? Yeah, sticking with the M theme. What if it was Meryl? Mm. That's good. Or Annabelle. Hmm. Actually, Annabelle would probably fit better. Mm-hmm. What happened to Annabelle? Yeah, Annabelle Lee? Because you two went to the same college, right? Yeah, I mean, I saw her some, but I don't know. She was so big into studying, she'd just forget I existed or forget other people existed sometimes it was I don't know she ghosted us a lot unless it was a study session (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's all I can think of right now last I heard she was doing pretty well I think she was getting into some sort of like research institution maybe that that makes sense for her i, I don't know why i thought about her just then <laughs> i don't know brains are weird sometimes you think of the weirdest stuff that's i definitely do that like a lot all right next card mm-hmm. seven of hearts i think we've got almost nothing but hearts left so mm-hmm uh, you saw a member of your partner's family more recently than they did. How were they? Ask your partner why they haven't spoken to them in the time since. Um, is it a cousin, maybe? Yeah, I'd say so. I think maybe this cousin has a job that takes them all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that while... Quick, what's your cousin's name? Hmm... My God, brain, you are useless. <laughs> Why have I forgotten every uh, f- Georgie? Okay, yeah. So like Georgie's job brought them into town where Marnie lived, and uh, they got together for lunch uh, one day, and Georgie caught Marnie up on all of the hot goss back home. Well. Not all of the hot goss, but you know some of the mm-hmm. some of the stuff that they'd heard from family members. But I think they've just been so busy, yeah, and that's why 
you hadn't really heard from them. Mm-hmm. Come on, to damn, damn it. it. Six of clubs. How long has it been since the hunters arrived? They're sort of walking as fast as they sort of comfortably can. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're getting tired and just sort of like, I mean, I remember if there's a safe place to rest for a couple of hours. Hey, Marnie, when do you think the last time you slept a full night was? I mean, probably the night before I got the call about Morden. Yeah, that makes sense. Even without all this, I don't think I would have been sleeping well. Yeah. Yeah. I like the thought this vision is like just cutting between these various little vignettes almost. Just sort of mm-hmm. like. And so much just stays the same about it. It's just sort of like these long shots of the two of them like walking through trees or around this lake and like in the distance, but like still very clear following. It's just like the sweep of the lights in the dark between the trees. Mm-hmm. Good shit. Alright. King of Diamonds. What did you find that you want to keep to yourself? Do you try to hide it? This is a toughie. Uh-huh. I think it's something of Morden's. And I don't think I try to hide it, but it's one of those things where it's... I definitely want... This is something that I want to keep. Yeah. I'm imagining like an old band shirt. Almost. Mm. Or not almost, but I'm just imagining an old t-shirt that Morden got from a show that maybe they all went to. and mm, I love that. It's crumpled up and stuffed in the, the bottom of the bag now. I don't know how we came about it, but it's there. Mm-hmm. And it's just something Marnie wants to keep. Nice. Queen of Hearts. Oh my god. Cards, stop doing this to us. Uh-huh. Some, uh, so we're cutting through this uh, garden, like, and we realize that it uh, looks familiar um, because um, someone uh, we know got married here. And like, this is uh, somebody that maybe hire this. Like, this space is hireable. Mm-hmm. The marriage has ended now, um, but whose wedding was it? Who am I happy to inflict? <laughs> <laughs> a failed marriage. Oh, that's not fair. Some marriages just end and that's fine. You know who I think we can put a failed marriage on? Mm-hmm. What if it's Adlai? Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. Oh, my God. Was he like a teacher? Yeah. I was just thinking that he was like a teacher, but... Like, a lot of people still came to the wedding. Like, it was, mm-hmm. you know, even some students, obviously. Yeah. And I have to draw a block quickly as I notice a rustle in the bushes. Oh, boy. As, mm. And by our rules, we said two. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that's our second hit on 15. Mm-hmm. And our second hit on six. Oh, God. Uh, God. We've, we've got to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, like, we have this moment, and then we hear this rustle, and we just, we're running. 
Yeah, despite the ankle. Yeah, I think maybe it's healed up as much as it's as possible. But yeah, this is like full on running. Mm-hmm. And like we see like the dappling of the shadows of like mm. the the searchlights opening up mm-hmm. behind one of the bushes. Good shit. Oh. Okay. Okay. Is that me or you? Oh, uh, it's you. It's oh, okay. Mm. <gasps> uh... God. Six of clubs. Spades. Spades. I know numbers and suits. Mm-hmm. For the first time, you are retracing your path. What are you going back for? Maybe this is just because of desperation. Like, we're yeah. running so fast. And we maybe get a little bit turned around. Mm-hmm. And maybe we realize that we're arcing back too late. Yeah. Like, because we've had to avoid something and then we get slightly off course. Yeah. And uh, predictability might be a bad idea. Draw a block. Mm-hmm. Oh, second hit on 18. Jesus. Okay. Oh. Again, it's just like maybe maybe the the hunters are somehow up in the trees. Mm. Like they're too we thought that they were too big to be able to do this, but yeah. No, they're up there and we're just barely missing mm-hmm. the the searchlights. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god. Oh, the genuine ah! relief. Holy ah! shit. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Okay, I think, yeah, too. I think all this is like... Is this us making it to the location? Um, Maybe it is, or maybe... um, Or is this like we get to somebody's bunker? Yeah, I like that. Or maybe it's like a research Ooh. bunker, or like a bird hide, or, or something like that. But something with a, a strong enough... I'll tell you what. What this is, like, we're running and we see this sort of, like, the corner of something concrete poking up. And we see that this flashback to this thing Annabelle was doing, as we just talked about her. And, yeah, we recognize that for what it is. And um, we sort of pull sideways and for some reason we're able to get in pretty quick and close the door. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things we find in here is a vehicle that's ready to go like um you've seen the man from uncle right uh not recently Eh. there's like that it looks almost like a dirt buggy like one of those Mm. ones that's mostly a frame yeah just with a seat in it but we find there's one of those in there that's designed for like all terrain i would like to add a detail Mm -hmm. there is a radio in it nice but yeah, we're safe here. Certain we're alone and that we have time. Eat something, take a drink, exhale. If this is your fourth too, which it is, you will be safe here for a matter of weeks, if not longer. You don't need this game anymore. Whew. Oh, that yeah. was so close. Right? I was so worried for these kids. Mm-hmm. And just, I, I love the vision of the two of them in there, like, sat next to this little buggy thing Mm -hmm. and I like pour some water into a dish for vines to drink from and 
Marnie is firing up the radio and there's a response. Hello? Who's on this frequency? Over. Annabelle? Annabelle Lee? Oh my god, you're alive! Wait, Marnie? Yeah, it's me, and, and Milo's here too. We're, we're here in your bunker. Oh my god, I'm so glad to hear your voice. H- holy shit. How did it- Oh, you know what? Never mind. Doesn't matter. Need you to just just stay there. I'll figure something out. We'll get you out of there. Just just don't go anywhere. Yeah, you don't have to worry about us leaving. Uh, over and out. Maybe at that point, like, Marnie drops the, the radio and just kind of, like, throws her arms around Milo and is just like, we did it. <laughs> we did it. Is that where we would like to end? Yeah, I think so. I love that. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, okay. God, these. I always, even when it's star-crossed, which is like a positive game. I just the, the amount of anxiety with these block games. It's so tense. All right. All right. Well, I have been August. You can find me on Twitter at Harpydora. Uh, you can find the podcast on Twitter at FTLcast or on FTLcast.com or on Patreon at Patreon.com slash FTLcast, where you can find bloopers and outtakes and special bonus episodes and bonus content. And playing with me today has been the ever-lovely Jade. Oh, shucks. I'm Jade. You can still find me on Twitter at JadeOxfordRose. You can hear August and I as part of a team of uh, shape-shifting guerrilla fighters in a war against a parasitic alien invasion on Dumb Kids Playing Hero at DKPHPod, uh, which we play with a few of our friends from The Room Where It Happened, as well as Mac, uh, and GM'd by the lovely Danielle. You should check that out. We're very fond of it. And if you go to Stones underscore Standing, that is the Twitter for our podcasting guild where you can find details on all the media analysis podcasts uh, that we do as well as get regular updates on when episodes drop a follow the leader and the room where it happened and i'm just playing hero and all manner of wonderful things hell yeah hell yeah all right on the minute let's clap yeah on the minute It's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. 
We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!